Ayo, big slime. He's in the house. Monday when scramble. Have we, when have we ever called Big Slime? Yeah, Craig, Big Slime. Craig has never been Big Slime. I don't know. I've, I've, I've got a weird thing at the moment calling people Big Slime. Jackson, I, I called him Big Slime many times uh, yesterday. Why? Don't know. I think it's fun. If someone came up to you and called you Big Slime, would that not be pretty fun? Depends on who. I'd be very confused with most people. With you, I'd just, yeah, it's just Kyle. Well, then there you go. Why are you questioning it? Me and Big Slime and other Big Slime are in the house. We're in the booth. Okay, what's, what's our episode on today, Kyle? I don't know. Do you know? No. Well, it's as if we started this recording intentionally not knowing what the episode's about. Yeah, I think this was a stupid idea. Okay, um, well, guess what? I've actually Uno reversed you. What we're going to oh talk about is who should have ended the Undertaker's streak? Because, I know we've already kind of talked about this before, Brett Lesnar is getting scrubbed from history. So what would have, yeah. what would have been better if, if Brett Lesnar was actually scrubbed from history? If you're WWE and you're faking, you know, the whole, the, <laughs> the winner writes history... If WWE are the winner, yeah. how are they actually writing history now? Good question, Kyle. So, that's what we're going to talk about. Quick episode. Who should have beat The Undertaker? Easy. That is pretty easy. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be someone who actually faced The Undertaker. And it could okay, have been someone good. after Brock. It could have just been a new person. Or, you know what? Hot take, it could be no one. You could say that The Undertaker should have never have lost it. No, he's he, no. I think The Undertaker streak has got to be broken at some point. I mean, yeah, he definitely should. I think it, he should have 100% retired from it, though. Yeah, I think it should have been the match where he retired. Well, I mean, okay. For me, I think it's weird because he should have lost it at Mania 30, I think, or around that time. But the best person to beat him would have been legend killer Randy. But you can't have the street end that early. Yeah. Um, I do feel like if Reigns was who he was or who he is now when he beat Undertaker then, I think it would have been way... I think that would have been perfect. Yeah. Because I think think casual fans hate Reigns. And even like some smarky fans hate Reigns. I think if nowadays Reigns beat Undertaker, it would just be like Chef's Kiss. Yeah, a hundred percent. The issue is, I think current Reigns works only now because of everything that happened before. Yeah, it would um, require Undertaker at like nearly sixty to keep going yeah. at a good pace, and, and he obviously has not done that. Yeah, and that. Brock match was the final streak match that I think was serviceable. Except, well, it wasn't really serviceable because he got concussed, but in this world, he doesn't get concussed. The yeah. Punk match is the last, like, properly insanely good one. I think, sad, sadly, um, is sadly a word? Yeah. Okay, sadly, um, I think they finally figured out how to do Undertaker streak matches in covid with styles 
I think that's what they should have been doing for, for years now. Is like what, make the years, Boneyard match. Years as in like genuinely since like 2010 or since or like since he I would stopped say being like, able to wrestle. Yes, I'd say since like Punk. Okay, that's fair. Because I think the Punk match is actually quite good. Oh yeah, I think the Punk match is great. I think um, after I think that, everything though, after that, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, the, the matches. I think we we can safely say none of the people he beat after should have been the one to beat him. You've got Bray at thirty one, Shane at thirty two, Roman thirty three, Cena thirty four, AJ thirty six. Yeah, I mean, let's consider Bray because I think Bray was who we all yeah, assumed should have beat him. We can consider Bray, but I don't know. I think Bray as Bray shouldn't have beat him because. Bray Wyatt as Bray Wyatt was a bit, I don't know, it fell flat after the start. Yeah. And, However, and I think the if we have, I still say, is like incredible, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I think with Bray as well, it means we are changing Bray versus Cena at Mania 35, at Mania 30. If we're I doing mean, it at Mania 30, I, what I don't necessarily want to do. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like Undertaker could have had another couple of um, manias after after Punk and it had been fine. Um, I think they yeah. would have, like I said, they would have had to do it in like a Boneyard style match, which would have suited The Fiend perfectly. Yeah, it really is just the issue of everyone, that time period of like, of like 2014 was awful in terms of people who could have beaten Undertaker. You've got the people who are the three people we've mentioned so far is um, like 2005 Randy Orton, who no, he won't be able to do it. Um, 2020 Fiend or like 2019 Fiend. No, he can't do it. Then 2023 Roman. No, he can't do it because none of them are in the right era. Yeah, there was no one in that era who was good for it. Yeah, uh, and the issue is, I think, also, they faked his retirement way too many times. And I don't know whether that was they actually, like, he retired and then he kept getting called back, or what? I don't like just faking retirements. I think it's just... I think it always ruins the legacy of someone, faking retirements. 100%. And And Undertaker's legacy has been, not ruined, but it's been damaged by the fact that he's retired, like, four different times. Yeah, even Shawn Michaels, his legacy's kind of been uh, dampened a little because he came back on the Saudi show. I think he still has an amazing legacy, and I'm shocked it wasn't killed more, but... Yeah, I mean, the best example of, like, a legacy being destroyed, retirements and shit, is, is Big Rick. Ric Flair has retired so many fucking times. It's unreal. Woo. Woo! Yeah. But to to come back to the question, who should have beat him? We said about everyone who shouldn't have beat him, but who should? I'm looking at people's list. Um... Yeah, so I'm going to go through a list. Uh, 
let's just go for, uh, just a random list. Okay, this is a top ten, Kyle. Number ten, Hulk Hogan. That's <laughs> this terrible. This is going to be a good start. Number nine, Sting. Mm. Number eight, Edge. At specifically Mania Twenty Four. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Austin, no. Uh, The Rock, no. Randy Orton, yes, we've already gone over that. Could have been good. Cena, depends how they do it. Triple H, no. Kane, no. Shawn Michaels, no. Yeah, I feel like no. none of them really make a lot of sense. It's just, oh, these are big names. Yeah. And I feel like the person who should have beaten the streak should have been a, like, a big name at the time that would have benefited a lot from, like, legacy-wise, from beating Undertaker. Yeah. To be fair, Bray probably is the best choice for it. It just, we would have had to change how Bray's booked afterwards. Because without Bray was booked afterwards, he was booked awfully. You can't have Bray lose against Cena at Mania 30. If you're going to have to have Bray beat... Uh, beat well, I I like the Roman, uh, not the Roman, the Cena Bray story. So I'd say, Taker beats like someone at Mania Thirty, then loses to Bray at Mania Thirty One, but Bray beats Cena at Mania Thirty, and then you give Bray like a nice winning streak at Mania, and have him be like the big spooky bad guy instead of Undertaker, and then have Undertaker retire at Thirty One, Mania Thirty One. Yeah. Let me add something that might be good for us to consider. Add some sauce. Add some sauce to it. Um, I think it would have been far better if, you know how Shawn Michaels, that, that like two WrestleManias was almost characteristically about him being driven mad because he wants to beat Undertaker so bad. I think yeah. a rematch with The Undertaker would have been far better to for someone to win finally i can see them i could see bray doing brilliant in a driven mad by losing to undertaker story maybe that's what triggers the feed maybe that's what feeds us yeah i think that would be brilliant that would have been brilliant yeah yeah okay you've sold me on that yeah that is that would be perfect bray loses to taker then goes utterly mental wwe give him kind of free reign with whatever he wants to make his gimmick be if you don't want to do the exact fiend and then beats Taker at the next Mania. Yeah, I See, think that would have been perfect. That's how you set up WrestleMania matches that have happened two years in a row. That is exactly how you set up. You've got to... People have to change in order for the story arc to make sense. Yeah. The story has got to be changed during it. You can't just have the same person fight the same person again. Yeah. Reruns aren't interesting. It's when dynamics change, which is when it feels new and interesting. And this isn't even actually... like I started that off as a bit against Cody uh, Roman. But genuinely, even if you look at Cena Rocket Mania, it was bad the second time because it was the exact same people. Neither of them had changed. And with that... You also had the the extra issue of like you kind of knew Cena was winning because like bro you, they're not yeah. going to make him lose twice, but with yeah. the Undertaker because it is the streak, you never you never expected Undertaker to lose. 
Yeah, because it's The Undertaker. It's like, it's the streak is something that can't be won by anyone. So you can genuinely just retire of it. With Roman, he's obviously going to lose at some point. So it's really just a case of, oh, when's he going to lose? Because Undertaker, nobody else can get the streak off him. It's like, oh, I've beat The Undertaker. I now have the winning streak. Yeah, you don't like. It. Yeah, it's, it's not a title. It's not yeah, transferred it's, over to the next person. Yeah, it's not something you can sick of. Can get sick of and want to see someone else with it. It's its own unique thing at Mania. Yeah, so uh, that's that's the big one. We think. I don't know necessarily exactly when, but again, it needs to be before Undertaker really falls off. Yeah, before he becomes really old man. Yeah, and it should have been Bray. Turn into the fiend. Yeah, or may- maybe like, not. What actually happened with the fiend? How did the fiend start? Uh, the fiend started just after Mania thirty-five. They just started doing vignettes for it, and it was Firefly Funhouse. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? So there was no real yeah. trigger. It was just yeah, they did it. Yeah, and it was really good. And he came back. Oh yeah, fan up, and then. Had a good run until Seth. But was wasn't the, wasn't Seth the second thing the Fiend did? Yeah, it was. It was uh, the issue that like they like he was, if he lost, he would have lost. Like it would have been fine. But it's the fact that he wasn't really losing. He was like, oh, that was fucked up. They fucked that one up. I think the issue was that he was in the match to begin with. Yeah, like. If you're okay, the fiend with how they built the fiend, he's got to be undefeated, Pre- or pretty much, or at least it's got to take a lot to beat him. Like last one standing and everything stacked on him. Um, but the issue is giving him the belt. You can't, you can't have him have the belt. There's a reason Undertaker didn't really win the world championship that much. Like he won it, mm. but he didn't. It, like in terms of his career achievements, he didn't win a ton of them. Like. The one main time he won it was, I don't know if he won it and lost it between the Batista and Edge matches at Mania, but those two are, I think, the only ones at Mania where it's been for a title. Because he didn't need a title. The Fiend didn't need a title. They gave him a title and it fucked him over because what are you meant to do with him now? Yeah, I think the Fiend could have worked with him losing and stuff. If it was like a... um... Because the whole thing is that it was like um, it was inevitable. The fiend was inevitable in the most cringe yeah. way possible. Um, you can have him lose, but you can't have him like be beat. Like but if he kind of like beat. did the whole curve stomp into curve stomp, like killing him essentially. If he just vanished, and that was the end of the match, so that he could come back later just to be like, oh yeah, the fiend is inevitable. He vanished, but he's still here. That would have been fine. Have him be literally a horror villain. Yeah, just straight up. Don't ignore the wrestling part of it. Have him be a horror for them because he uh, can fight them off for a little things. bit. But yeah, like you said, yeah. a horror a horror villain would have been so perfect for him. Yeah, and that's proved by the best fiend match. I don't think it's even debatable being the Firefly Funhouse match with, with Cena. Cena. Yeah. Yeah, 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 godly, godly match. I think that might be the best WrestleMania match on God. Yeah. Yeah, because I still it think that's so weird. Hard. Yeah, I remember because that was the first Mania I watched with you live, not physically out there. 
So yeah. I looked over at you, and we both just went, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. In terms of in the of, best way, in the best way possible. Like it was such a different match. Like in terms of actual match quality, there wasn't a match, so you can't really say, "Oh, it's the best match at Mania of all time." Because I'd more call it a segment. But in terms of in terms of segments, my lord. Yeah, it was it was incredible. And look, hey, we've gone through an entire episode of the Monday Scramble. Positive, happy. We had a little bit of shots against The Rock versus John Cena for some reason. That's new. Yeah, that's not happened before. But overall, we're both coming out of it happier. I hope you come out of it happier, Craig. My big slime. Yeah, and even feeling a bit down recently, Craig. I hope this. I hope this brings you back up. Yeah, he's been quiet recently. I don't know what's up with him. Yeah. He, he's normally talking all the time. I don't know what's up with him. He never talks anymore. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll get a peep out of him later on. Yeah, maybe we will. But for now, boys, enjoy your week. Adam, fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got to balance out the positivity with negativity. You can say fuck you, Adam. Robbie, you're a mug. <laughs> And there we go, boys. Goodbye. We love oh, you all. One final thing. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know why I'm saying this. I never would say this normally. Uh, tune into the Friday feast. I'm going to be doing the Who Wants to Be a TV Millionaire, <laughs> like Kyle did. Um, you can listen to Kyle's one. Genuinely, it's a really good episode of the Friday feast. Yeah, I you, listened you to it. have it once, uh, don't you? Yeah, genuinely, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to it. And I find it crazy. It's like, yeah, I thought it was a really good episode. And I'm going to be on on Friday. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, big up the Friday feast. Big yeah, up, uh, big up future the wrestling. Feast. Yeah. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye.